you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. You have all made it to the dance. Cause believe me, this is the dance. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Rumble. I am your host, Graham, and sitting in the corner to my left, it's Dan. Hi, Dan. Hi. Yeah, it's la- lazy <laughs> this week. I ain't come up with anything. Sitting in the corner to my right, twat head, it's Darren. <laughs> <laughs> you, since you come in here, you just, you, all you've done is just niggle at me. All fucking. All I've done was what? Racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, before we started recording, we were being very racist, but I don't think oh, we can. Well, that was you. Mm. Um, opening contest for this week. Go on, Daryl. Oh, yeah, I've done it again, I know. Mm. We were going to take it. I in think turns. since you've done it two two times in a row, that's that's you for the year now. So yeah, that's it. Um, so as we're recording this, it's the championship tournament, UK championship tournament hasn't started yet. But no. when the um, show's out, um, the night one will have happened, and it'll have been a glorious evening that we that, that I enjoyed at least. Um, All right. Tickets. So I know. Yeah. Oh, look at me with tickets. I might even be on camera tonight. Really? Well, I've got third row tickets but i don't know which side i'm on yet all right okay so i might have a massive Hulk hogan t-shirt on I was gonna say, his gonna, face on it are you gonna wear your christmas present yeah so listeners dan got me a christmas present and it were a t-shirt with Hulk hogan's face on it <laughs> it's a uh, hulk still rules shirt he does still rule even though he's a massive racist he still rules doesn't he he's a massive racist with a massive bank account exactly we all dream to be hulk hogan one day don't we so the um the opening <laughs> this week's opening contest is as it's the uk championship tournament what new championship should WWE introduce and who should be the first winner of that championship? And have you both got an answer ready? Yeah. All right, Graham, you can go first. Right, one leg tournament. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's literally just like Zach Gowan and the other guy who they hired by accident. <laughs> right. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but years ago, uh, they sent John Laurinaitis out to go and hire the one-legged wrestler and he hired the wrong guy. <laughs> hired this like 35-year-old bloke who like only had one leg. And uh, they had to sack him. Is this like the thing where uh, Adam Cole got like flown to Raw and stuff to do a tryout and it turned out they got the wrong guy because he's got the same name as uh, Austin Creed, Xavier Woods? It, that was no, he did it that time as well. I feel it, like it's funnier when it's the wrong one, the like yeah. a wrestler, considering one was a big, bald, flat bloke <laughs> with one leg and one of them was Zach Gowan who did like the moonsaults <laughs> and stuff. And uh, definitely booked the old bald, fat guy over. I don't even remember his name. I'm not. No. Not even okay. all get, sorts of research. Are you going to get Kamala in to present the title? Oh, no. You can't give a no-legged wrestler. <laughs> it's just making a mockery of the whole one-legged title. But yeah, one-legged title. Okay. I uh, did hesitate on saying like WWE Paralympic title. So like... But, so it could include Kamala as well if it's a Paralympic title, couldn't it? And like, you know, Hornswoggle. Yeah. And that's South Africa that shot his wife. He could compete. <laughs> He's got two legs there. He's got like little legs. Like they're little. <laughs> I mean, <he's> got... <laughs> How much editing is Dan doing on this? <laughs> did we discuss this before? Not, not at all. <laughs> Other options did did include like all Italian championship. Just why not? Only Italians can compete. See, I'm wishing I'd have gone first now because Graham's definitely had more legs to it. Oh, hey. see what he did now, there. That's all that I, right. I was watching a match this weekend and it, I just thought back to this match and the thoughts I had during this match. So it's the uh, Cuckold Championship and John Morrison will be brought back to be the first champion. Because he let his missus shag Batista, didn't he? And he whatever did. else. Yeah. yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> no, because it's, it's, it's all right, that. 
I imagine Dolph Ziggler would challenge and lose it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dolph Ziggler, he, he likes putting people over, doesn't he? So I imagine that he's not much of a man and he'd let somebody fuck his missus as well. He definitely yeah. would. Is he, has he got a last, Dolph Ziggler? Like, no, he shagged Sonny once. Do you know when, you know when Sonny yeah, came but, back for Hall of Fame? Yeah. And she was like moderately fit for like a middle-aged woman? Yeah. Um, he, he banged her then. Yeah. He, did, he dated Amy Schumer at one point. Did he? Um, I can't decide yeah. if she's fit or not. Yeah. Because she's funny. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't look at him like that. I don't give a fuck, right? She's, she's, she's funny. So that makes her like more attractive to me. Hmm. But like, then again, I don't think I could date somebody that's funnier than me. Oh, yeah. Just putting this that out is, there. Daryl's been really nice. Oh, like, listen to him. All right. I, 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 she I gets worried. paid to make jokes. <laughs> Nobody pays me to be on this show. I, I was worried where that was going. What do you mean? Because I, you know. Well, well, what do you mean? I'm being nice. I started. What do you, mean? Go, what do you st- mean, Dan? That's prejudice whole, on no, your I part. I started but, that by saying I can't decide whether she's attractive or not. Like I have an authority on that, and I'm being because nice. <laughs> normally that thing when it comes to Amy Schumer, it goes a whole different route about the fact that you know what? that she's not a stick figure. She's not a stick figure. Well, well she's not. But who is? Yeah. Neither am I. Oh. Let's move well. on. Great one. Right, yes, <laughs> yes, that's my first ever victory in an opening contest. It paid me to do it as well. But I didn't. Come on, you just no, said, I said it, it pained me oh, to do that. I didn't right. pay you anything. I'm going to say, you just said you don't get paid on this show. No, I wish I did. We're quite no. far a topic already. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Uh, Roman Reigns lost the United States Championship to the surprise of absolutely nobody. So, does that mean that he's winning the Universal yeah, Championship? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does. Is that too obvious? No. No? No, it's happening. Let's just, just. I mean, yeah, I assume it is, but just just throwing it out there. Is it but, too obvious? No, it's gonna happen. Yeah, because Kevin Owens isn't yeah. main event in WrestleMania, is it? And he? I know this is completely contrary to what I said on the predictions show, but I changed my mind. Fuck it. Um, he's uh, he's he's gonna face Finn Balor at WrestleMania. Not Goldberg. Him and Goldberg had a stare oh, down. Braun Strowman. I, nah, no, we're gonna come to Braun Strowman in a minute. You've yeah, not watched Raw. Yeah, I know that he was watching the screen during one of the matches. No, but not during one of the matches. No, no, no. We'll come to it. Oh, we'll, okay. we'll come to it. We'll come to it. But yeah, it's not going to be Braun Strowman. I, I've got. I'm quite confident of that. But you, don't, you don't think he's going to face Goldberg? No, Goldberg's not winning Royal Rumble. What? <laughs> no, I know. Uh. Although Goldberg apparently is going to wrestle at Fastlane. Why? Oh, money. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Money trains making more stops than they thought. He yeah. might not wrestle, but I, he's going to be there. Then he's going to yeah. be there. I think supposedly I mean, he's booked as if he's going to wrestle, but like you're not shelling out twice in like no. That should like you waiting and then wait for the for the the network figures and then bob, bob him on WrestleMania, mate. Yeah, just bob him on it. <laughs> bob him. So so we'll we'll we'll, we'll go on to Braun Strowman then. Um, what what actually happened? Where um, this all links to everything we're going to talk about on Raw. So at the start of Raw, it were uh, Stephanie McMahon opened the the show, which you'll love, really? which you'll love. Yeah. yeah, Stephanie and Foley on, on big screen, okay. and she's giving giving Foley is um. Year, yearly performance review. Yeah, yeah, and uh, basically, I bet that thrilling. yeah, just verbally dressing him down, telling him that he that he's a dickhead. Foley shaved his head. Yeah, he has. Yeah, but that's after the worst haircut in the history yeah. of the world. He, which let's keep this in perspective, though, right? He cut his own hair the previous <laughs> week, right? Of course, because of course he did. It's Mick Foley, and then went to TV and went, "Oh no, I cut my own hair. Someone will have to sort it out for me." And even they couldn't sort it out. Professional hairdressers couldn't sort it out. Yeah, but I imagine he did the thing where, "Oh, Vince, look, I cut my own hair. So can your guy sort it?" Vince went, "No, <laughs> she's going out like that." <laughs> He probably did. And then just before Vince remembered that, you know, he's going to go on his telly show. Yeah. Remember Vince? This is really about the looks. Don't forget. He is, but he's still got Mick Foley on the show every week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So um, she would verbally dress him down as she does. She yeah. loves it, doesn't she? And um, he does look ill though, doesn't he, Foley? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, he's got spacker rip, hasn't he? <laughs> Dr. Graham. <laughs> no, do, did we even talk about this on the show? Like, this could be part of our year review, but we'll, we'll do uh, that later. Uh, the fact that he complained in a blog post about, oh, I've got no health insurance and I can't afford me hip. Oh, I can't afford it. And then someone set up a fund and then people said, that's a bit of a dick move, isn't it? You're just getting your fans to pay for it. And he went, oh, no refund it all i don't I bet, I bet that physically pained him yeah you know what i mean he's just sitting sending the email to the girl who settled the phone going oh it hurts what your hip no i'm having to refuse money and she's his close personal friend as well yeah i'm having to refuse money right here in my own basement <laughs> that he's got written down on his hand because he can't can't remember where it is it's like can i come out of the basement yet no you can't please noel please oh, no, no, no I'm, I'm shagging the clown <laughs> I own the house now. Oh, 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 we've never had an argument. Okay, it's your house now. It's fit though. She, she is banging. Important. Anyway, right. You've not I, actually I, told I him would, what the broad is. Right. So, um, yeah, well, I'm coming to that. Right. So, Stephanie. When are you coming to it? Because this is boring. No, because I'm, I'm telling him what happened. Go on then. So then Stephanie said to him, Oh, are you even sure that Undertaker's going to come? And he's like, Well, I don't know. I've just got a feeling. Well, what the fuck's all that about? Last week, Undertaker's going to be on the show. <laughs> but now he's, oh, I've just got a feeling he's going to be here. What do you mean you've got a feeling? Maybe maybe he watched Raw last week. Maybe. Or maybe he saw all the advertising for the show. Maybe That's... he should speak to the person who buy, books his plane tickets for him. Yeah. But he's just booked arse backwards, ought, isn't no, it? I'll, I'll stop you right there, because he always speaks to the person who books his plane. <laughs> oh, get us into first class. Oh, uh, can, can you book my plane to plane tickets back home as well? Or... Oh, Whilst it's at it, like um, I'm bringing a couple of other wrestlers with me. What's their name? Uh, Noel, Julie, um, Carolyn. I can't remember his wife's name. Can you name. prepay Colleen? for my meal? Yeah. You, you don't get a meal on domestic flights. You know, about they, like a meal. They used to do happy meals. <laughs> a healthy meal. DDP yoga. Right. So anyway, um, Undertaker does turn up eventually. So uh, Foley's in. Uh, Stephanie gives him an hour to get Undertaker there, and Undertaker Foley's in ring. Uh, he's doing his little speech, and then. The lights go out and everyone thinks it's Undertaker and then Stephanie's music plays and uh, Stephanie comes out, starts giving him a bollocking, then Undertaker comes out, right, it's now an Undertaker. Fucking, is that all right for you now? Yeah, it's fine, right, yeah. Um, and Braun Strowman's watching him on telly. That's what he needs okay. to know, you see? Now he understands why Braun Strowman's involved. Yeah, but I want to talk about the Foley Stephanie thing because Stephanie was an annoying fucking bitch today. Well, uh, I, I did hear that she was also an annoying bitch with Sasha Banks. Yeah, like that was fucking crazy. So, Sasha... Was it because it's Stephanie... Right, you're right that it was stupid, but it's Stephanie. Didn't she trash her gimmick? <laughs> yeah, she's like, you know, you might walk around with a t-shirt that says the boss, but I'm the only boss in the oh, WWE. Fucking... Right, she said it in that manly Vince voice as well. Here's the thing about Stephanie. That's od- remember... oddly arousing. <laughs> I remember a bit ago that on one of the shows I listened to, we were talking about how Vince always hires guys who he imagines looked like him when he was younger. And now they're doing the thing with Stephanie. And I never saw it before until I, on Sky Sports over Christmas, they showed a lot of the documentaries. So I recorded one or two of them, and we were sat watching the Owen Hart one. But for some reason, it's got loads of cutaways with uh, Kathy Kelly, yeah, who looks like a young Stephanie. I realised like they actually do fucking hire people who look like Stephanie. Like, I don't, I, I don't want one Stephanie McMahon, especially not anymore that look like her as well. Really fucking. What do you mean? She, she's a, she's all right to look at though. No, but she annoys fuck out of me, and I just don't want to see reminders of her either. She is bad. Like, what, oh what, yeah, yeah. It's one of the big reasons I stop watching like Raw every week. I just watch the highlight bits. Yeah, well, um, yeah, you're going to love Raw's highlights this week because um, it's I, filled with Stephanie. I did watch one thing. Go on. Raw. I watched the uh, Shawn Michaels return. 
Yeah, we're why? just gonna. Yeah, we're gonna skip. Oh, I know why well, he did. I know he likes Rusev, don't he? Yeah, I, I wanted to watch him promote his really religious film that I'm obviously interested the in. The Resurrection of Jesus Stone or whatever it is. Yeah. You know. Holy, holy Jesus! <laughs> so are we gonna review that? <laughs> we're gonna eventually have to get round to the WWE films, aren't we? There's yeah. one thing he said which I didn't believe. He said it's in all theaters. Stop you right there, Sean. Coming to a theater within 150 miles of you. That's got a cross above it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's going to be in theaters, is it? No. It'll be at like, nearest one to us will be like Hyde Park Picture House for one screening in the middle of the day or some shit. I don't think it'll even get here. It won't. (laughs) It won't even get here. It'll be in Poundland by end of year. That's a prediction for you. That's next year's Christmas present. Well, this year's Christmas present (laughs) sorted, isn't it? Yeah. Reckon. Yeah, um, so. John Cena made a post on Instagram, didn't he? Did I love this? John Cena on Instagram. He's amazing. <laughs> and he just he just trolls everyone, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, he literally, his bio says, these posts are all presented for you without comment. And that's what he does. Yeah, so um, if, you, if you've not seen it, he posted a picture of Kenny Omega, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of relevant because last year, posted a picture of AJ Styles before AJ Styles debuted. He did, although he also, and I know it's not the same thing, but he also posted that Paul Newman picture that CM Punk uses as his uh, like <laughs> yeah. little Twitter photo. Paul so, Newman from Slapshot. Yeah. like So it it's, could be one way, could be another. I, he's not going to be at Royal Rumble though, is he? We've had that confirmed by Big Dave. Yeah, because his contract doesn't expire until after. Yeah, which is a little bit Actually devastated. Really, yeah. like, even if he debuts now, I'll be a little bit disappointed that they've not done it like that. Yeah. But obviously I'll not care afterwards. Yeah, once he turns up in NXT and like, Kicks Nakamura in face. Did you see what Kenny Omega actually said about John Cena? Uh, no. Well, I did, but it's bloody gone off <laughs> my phone now. So do you want us to fill? Well, yes, please. Do you want to talk about Japanese news while while he finds this quote? Well, yeah, I was going to say one thing. Kenny Omega is definitely not doing in next month is he won't be at the New Beginning shows. Uh, the lineups for both New Beginning shows this year it's going to be two separate shows about a week apart from each other. On February fifth in Sapporo, uh, you've got. I'll just let mention the important matches. Uh, IWGP Junior Tag Titles, Rapunga Vice will defend against Takamichinoku and Tai Chi of Suzuki Gun. Oh, yeah. So um, that'll we, be. We f- know Takamichinoku, guys. Yeah, Takamichinoku is going to be wrestling. Indeed. Um, the Never title will be Hiroki Goto versus Juice Robinson, a match set up at New Year's Dash. Uh, the IWGP Tag Titles, Yano and Ishii versus uh, Honma and Makabe versus the Killer Elite Squad. That's uh, Vance Archer and DH Smith. Yep. Again, I, I, I once again have to take issue with anything called Elite that features uh, Lance Hoyt. And then that show will be headlined by the IWGP title, Kazuchika Okada versus Minoru Suzuki, which should be a fucking great match. Uh, the other show, the important matches on that, the Never Hot Potato six-man titles, Nakanishi, Tanahashi and Taguchi will defend against Bushi, Evil and Sonada. I expect that title to change because it always does. Uh, the exact same IWGP title ma- tag title match will happen on this show again. So the same triple threat, um, GBH, Yano and Ishii, uh, Killer Elite Squad. Wait, so, is it a triple threat or is it a gauntlet like last time? It's triple threat. Okay. Because they don't uh, tend to do a lot of triple threats, do they? In general. No, they don't. It's but this been, time it is all of them It's been the quite time. a new thing. They've got so, like, so many new talent fit on shows that it's the only thing they can do. Wait, is that, a, is that the tag titles or the six-man tag titles? Tag titles. Oh, okay, so yeah. they, the six-man was the gauntlet, yeah. weren't it? Yeah, that's the hot potato uh, IWGP junior title, Takahashi will defend against Dragon Lee in a rematch from their match of the year last year, was it? Or the year before? I don't know. The one the Observer went mental over. They've done it a few times since and it's always... Did he give it six stars? No, he didn't. Uh, uh <laughs> Uh, the headline match on that will be the Intercontinental title, Naito defending against Michael Elgin. 
the match I've saved to mention is Katsuyori Shibata versus Will Ospreay will happen on this second show. And if Shibata retains the title, he will defend the Rev Pro title in New Japan for the first time. Now, if you're Theo Walcott, right, and you're booking <laughs> Rev Pro, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I was literally just watching a Rev Pro show before you guys came today. <laughs> if you're um, if you're in, right, and you're there's every chance he had it planned he was going to lose the title at this point you're going oh well hold on cross out that part where he loses it and put that part where he wins it so that it gets defended in well, he's, like, Tokyo or whatever he's defending it against Matt Riddle on the Rev Pro show did they call it the debut. World Championship no it's the it's British, British Heavyweight Championship so it'll be the World Championship presumably the World British Heavyweight Championship <laughs> just be, they'll probably call it Rev Pro World yeah. Championship won't they yeah they could do a rebrand in it but yeah it'll be Will Ospreay getting the foot kicked out of him by Shibata and maybe winning the belt Right. Which I'm quite excited about that, match. Right, I've got my Ken Omega thing now, so I'm okay. ready. I'm finally okay. ready for this show, 15 minutes in. Go on, then. Uh, so, did you see another thing that John Cena put up on Twitter? No. So he put up, uh, I am Kenny, and a picture of Kenny from South Park. Yeah, <laughs> good. Just because, why not? <laughs> and uh, Omega said in an interview, uh, now it was a proper kayfabe interview with Tokyo Sports or whatever, um, John Cena is one of the great WWE talents that I respect most. If I were to end up there working with someone of his caliber would certainly be a goal and jive with my mission of changing wrestling. I'm glad to be on his radar, but I haven't made any decisions regarding my future yet. Now, if I were WWE at this point, I'd be going, John, uh, do you want to give Kenny Omega a call? Uh, just, just give him a bell. Just send him an autographed photo. Yeah. So, uh, you know what, right? I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even have considered it before. Like now I really hope he comes. He won't. Like I'm literally yes. on one hand going, I really hope he does. I don't know how they're going. He's definitely not because he's exactly the sort of wind up merchant that would bother. But I hope they're just offering like ridiculous money. See, Big Dave seems to think that Cena posting the Instagram thing means there's more to it than. Yeah, he said something about like he said it doesn't reckon it means he knows something, but it reckons he means someone's after. You know, this. Oh, yeah, because like he was saying that he wouldn't just post it, but say he posted it. Has he never seen John so Cena's wrong, Instagram? Well, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, like Meltzer's mates with all wrestlers, isn't he? So yeah. I just assume that he knows some of them. Like, no offense, I'm pretty sure John Cena. Could you imagine Dave Meltzer trying to speak to John Cena? I imagine John Cena would blank him. Like, no, they both, both lift weights, don't they? But Cena's such a WWE guy, though, isn't he? He would complete. Like he's so WWE, he would completely blank him. I reckon. And as much yeah, as like think? I trust Meltzer's opinion on stuff, I also cr- trust Chris Charlton. Because he's actually like the guy in Japan, like the Meltzer of Japan stuff. And he's pretty sure that Kenny Omega's already signed a new deal. So I think that's what's happening. It'll just be keep out of, like keep himself in the news, but keep himself off the very overbooked shows while Suzuki Gun do their thing. And then he'll come back to a big ovation either on these shows or at New Japan Cup. Yeah. Any more stories? Uh, WrestleMania 34 is in New Orleans. I've announced that. Yeah, it's good that. Like, it's pretty quick, but uh, I'm, I might try and see if I can go. Yeah, like, they re- reckon it's because they're going to be part of the big 300, 300th year anniversary of New Orleans forming or something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I don't know, if, know enough about American history to know what the actual thing is. The funny thing is, is for the first time I read this, I was like, well, that's bollocks. I can't believe that they're doing it like four years after. And then I remembered, you remember like the Champions League final was at Wembley like two years in a row yeah. one time or two out of three years yeah I want to so make a like, prediction well, for that Wrestlemania straight away right now God. if he's still alive which he should be Hulk Hogan's going to open that show <laughs> hey brothers I'm back in yeah. the Silver Dome he's, gonna, he's definitely going to what in a segment with the New Day do you think 
if New Day is still going. That's if yeah. he hasn't already done a segment with the New Day. Because like we know that's the first thing yeah. he's doing. It's it's nailed on. It's nailed on. Hey brothers. Do you reckon um do you reckon Undertaker will retire on that show? I know we say that every year. But like uh, he's clearly not retiring this year. Unless mind you, I said that last year. Mind you, he's not retired last Braun year. Braun Strowman so right. kills him. That's true, that's entirely. He great Carly slams him. Um He's probably not gonna retire, is he? Probably think. not. No, not this year anyway. I think he might buy next year. Might be like, oh, in the place where he lost his streak, he finally wins and retires after he beats John Cena. Thirty-four is not a good number to retire on, though, is it? No, but thirty was, and he didn't. So that's it. He's, he's got to wait car- till forty now. He's he? not going to carry on till forty. Why? Because he physically won't be able to. He could come down and do a squash match. He's in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, mate. I think I could be a Royal Rumble. It's piss piss, isn't it? Well, Iron Sheik couldn't even like fall out of the wing ring in that. Um, he Let's, says that, but did he just want to go over? <laughs> That's I a good way so. of getting it. Like, exactly. make sure you go over, innit? Exactly. I can't do a bump up at top rope, mate. Sorry. I really hope so. Any more for any more? No, I'm all out of stories, mate. Right, Kraken, let's uh, do a year end review after this. What the hell do you guys want? What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country are you from? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of? They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Yes. Then you know what I'm saying. Yes. Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. What? 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 You read the Bible, Greg? Yes. Well, there's this passage. Ezekiel 25, 17. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms. Talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. We are talking 2016 because you know frankly not enough has been said about that year and uh, it's our part three of our year-end review so we had to wait for the year to end before we could actually do a year-end review uh, so this is basically everything from sort of SummerSlam or the night after SummerSlam all the way through to the end yep so I'm just gonna start a random place here uh, <laughs> Finn Balor relinquished the universal title the night after he won it yeah he did didn't he Bit of a shame that really, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm quite looking forward to seeing Finn Balor on main roster and having a run with belt. Yep. But don't worry, because it led to two super successful things that Did were it? amazing for the rest of the year. <laughs> okay, what were they? It led to the incredibly successful Kevin Owens title reign. Oh, for fuck's sake. With the help of Triple H, which turned Seth Rollins' face. Oh, but they capitalised on the Triple H Seth Rollins thing, didn't they? I've, uh, um, well, football season's still happening, mate. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, sort of. <laughs> I mean, Seth, I Seth of, called, I mean, called him out a few times. Yeah, remember that time that you remembered four months after it happened? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, remember a few months back when I, I lost my match and Triple H hit me with pedigree? Well, I want a match with him in a few months after I fight these other people. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Triple H. Hot feud. Well, it'll be in Blackpool. 
Will do. Yeah, so why don't Seth Rollins just rock up there and yeah. kick him in bollocks? Exactly. Like, in WWE logic, that's really broken, isn't it? Yeah. Like, he knows he's going to be there. Why don't you just rock up at NXT? Well, it's like last year when uh, Roman Reigns beat fuck out Triple H on Raw, and then that Saturday he was at NXT. Do you know what, actually? Like, fine. we'll look like geniuses if Triple H is on NXT TakeOver, because he won't... If we can work under the assumption, okay, Seth Rollins isn't going to fly over to the UK because he wouldn't shell out his own money to fly over just to beat Triple H up, right? But if if they're in the same town for the Royal Rumble, it would actually be a really brilliant angle if, say, Triple H is coming out and doing his usual NXT bullshit and then just out of nowhere, Seth Rollins like kicks bollocks in. Like, it would be, cool. but I think when... We'll start at 8.30, that's what it says. All right. Um, I think that they like to keep keep the universes separate in a way. Yeah, do you remember that time that Roman Reigns absolutely destroyed Triple H and broke him to bits? And then he was still in London the week after, but then off TV for months. Yeah, yeah, down. but like Triple H is big babyface in NXT, isn't he? That's yeah. what I mean. Do you remember? But do you remember the start of the NXT takeover in London? He came out and said, "Oh, last Sunday I got my ass kicked." And everyone's like, "Boo!" And he was like, "But I still made to London, yeah." And then he didn't turn up on Raw for two months because <laughs> he got his ass kicked so bad. Yeah, even though he managed to get a flight to London. <laughs> WWE. He got Mick Foley's first uh, first class flight. I think now. I think to be fair, like at least, oh, go away. My gravy, keep getting messages. So if you pick me up at seven forty, seven forty-five. Do you think there'll be traffic? Yeah, I do think there'll be traffic because it's like you know morning. <laughs> so hell. bloody hell! So Triple H turned on Seth Rollins and helped Kevin Owens win the Universal Title, making him the second champion. Yeah. Uh, he posted a celebratory post the next day, saying that he was now the longest holding Universal Champion. It was a nice little touch. It still is. Yeah, he's still, he's still going strong with it. Till next though, week. Even though they're doing the very good, you know, when a bad guy has a title, you have him kind of lose a few shitty matches on Raw every week and just do silly stuff and kind of make a joke of him. Yeah, he's, he's just a bit boring, isn't he? Like, he's the least interesting person in his partnership. There's him and Chris Jericho, and Jericho is, like, far more interested in than Kevin Owens is. And I don't think I... Like, I really... If you, put, if you ask me that at the start of the year... Or if you asked me that halfway through the Asylum match, which finished last week, <laughs> um, I don't think I'd have said that at all. But like, Jericho's had a banner year, really, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, if you listen to his podcast and stuff, he's still the same old Jericho. Yeah, that's why I don't. But yeah, but then in the ring, like he's had <laughs> such an amazing like second half of the year. Yeah, he did do the he did do a really good podcast this year, which was with um, the sister Nancy Benoit. That was, this year, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Like, I'll yeah. I'll always give him credit yeah. for that. Other than that, he's I a mean, we've mentioned that a couple of times now. Yeah. So you know, s- s- stop giving him plugs. He keeps <laughs> trying to ruin talking shop for the rest of us. Did he retweet us as well, Jericho? Did he? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he did. He did. Oh. Yeah, because I, t- I tweeted him about that. What yeah. a guy, Chris yeah. Jericho, best man. And Kevin Owens, to be fair, we just slagged him off. He does follow <laughs> us on Twitter. So <laughs> sorry, Kev. We're not uh, slagging him off on Twitter. What, did I say bad? Because I meant good. <laughs> <laughs> I always get those two mixed up. Roman Reigns won the United States title as well. And uh, yeah. he had that John Cena thing where he defended it every week, didn't he? Who'd, oh, no, wait, no. He who didn't. did he beat for it? Rusev. Oh, okay. I totally forgot that. Literally, right, there was a stat the other day that of the matches that Roman Reigns has had this year, I think 20 of them have been against either Kevin Owens or Chris Jericho, and the other like three have been against Rusev. Fantastic. Like, in terms of TV matches, it's every week it's Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins against Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens or Roman Reigns against Chris Jericho. I remember how infused we were about that feud as well. Like, as soon as it came up, we're like, well, Rusev loses to him. Because there's no way Rusev's going to beat Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. 
Yeah. Russo's yeah. been making fun of it on the up, down, down. It's quite fun. He's changed his nickname on the up, down, down to Roman Reigns because you can't beat Roman Reigns. Yeah, I saw that because they're, they're doing a FIFA tournament, aren't they? Yeah, the, the, watch the final. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen it. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so good. Um, I'm going to skip about a little bit here. Obviously, yeah. we talked about some stuff in WWE. Uh, we should talk about the, uh, well, outside of the ring, I think the uh, the story that keeps on giving and probably something else has happened since we recorded this has been... Uh, Page and Alberto Del Rio, which oh. is like they keep going. <laughs> it's lovely, it? isn't it? I, I put this on the list for you, Daryl. Yeah, it's just this has been my favorite. I think. Well, <laughs> I was going to say it's been my favorite, but then I just looked down at the notes and saw CM Punk loses his UFC debut. <laughs> Other than that, I think this has been my favorite wrestling story of the year: the Page and Del Rio saga. It's it's been great, hasn't it? Because it's, it's never ending. Because like it's had this thing where it's like, oh, you know, the holding Page back because she's dating Del Rio and all this shit. Del Rio uh, didn't sign a new contract and he went over to UK and wrestled for Paige's dad and all this. And then she proposed to him and Paige's dad said he's going to disown her. And, oh, <laughs> it's been lovely, hasn't it? It's been so nice. She got a tattoo that says Pappy and one that says Alberto. It's meant to be, isn't it? Pappy means dad. It does. Pappy means daddy. It does. She's got a tattoo that says daddy. <laughs> That's a fact. That's yeah. what's happened. I feel worse. Actually, she's got daddy issues, actually. Like, seems, seems like it. How could she have daddy issues when she's got, like, a dad who actually clearly cares about her? I mean, well, he, he, he made it. Wrestle yeah, well, so he made, made it get to wrestling business when she was 15. Well, what? well we don't know that. Are you, are you going to say that about Ricky? Uh, Daryl, what did you say <laughs> about Ricky Knight there? I said he's a wonderful, upstanding citizen yep. that um, he's sort of co-promoting a show in Leeds. Um, well, if you mention if you mention <laughs> pie and peas on door or something, you yeah, get definitely f- mention pie and peas. Yeah, yeah, it's co-promoting. Winter that. bash in October. <laughs> <laughs> this is Leeds professional wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I said, what, did Ricky Knight have some involvement in that? Oh yeah, like to be fair to the guy, right? Because the actual bloke is a mental, and I'd, you know <laughs> he will he will find you and offer to fight you. <laughs> he will. He's probably listening to this now. I still have him blocked. <laughs> um, definitely unblock him and tweet. No, challenge you to fight. Right. Just over a year ago, I had one of those days where I'm like, you know what, I'm unblocking everyone off my Facebook. Like, so I blocked, like, I blocked a few people, unblocked them. It took him two minutes to start messaging and threatening me again before I, I had to block him straight away. Basically, what happened with that guy is uh, I, I rang him once, uh, prank called him, and I thought it was somebody else, one of our friends, and uh, they got all load of shit for it. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> he doesn't listen, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I don't like his page either. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um... So, yeah, like there'll be more twists and turns to come, won't there? It beat up a Ninja Turtle last week. <laughs> <laughs> the week. Let's not forget about that. Punched his own brother in the face. Yeah, yeah he started, started 2017 by having a fight with his brother in don't a police station. Don't forget that. At a police station, he went, oh, I need to calm my brother down. What's the best way? Smack him in the face. <laughs> well done, Alberto. You, do you reckon he's an actual, like... Mental, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yes. That's the end of that. Speaking of mentals, uh, you remember that Dixie Carter off of who used to run TNA? Oh, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, do you remember that Billy Corgan who used to want to buy TNA? <laughs> which is, in a way, is even more mental. Yeah. I mean, Dixie is mental, but at least she already owned it and she was like, oh, I've got to save face. Billy Corgan was like, I want to put money into this. Yes. I, I used to be in the Smashing Pumpkins. So it helped fund I was on two the Simpsons once. <laughs> He upset fund two sets of tapings, and his idea was, if I'm funding these tapings, eventually I'm going to buy the company and help run it properly. You really should have checked, and, like, business and law, shouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, and the fact that it's Dixie Carter who is was purposely trying to run it into the ground, I, I assume. But she's gone that. But 
yeah, this led to a whole court battle and the Lord of Wrestle's not getting paid and a bunch of other bullshit. Um, and also, like, coming out of this as well, like, TNA have lost, like, a lot of business around the world because of it. And Oh, don't worry, the UK business is still uh, strong, though, isn't it, Dan? Well, they've got an on-demand service now because they've lost their free-to-view TV channel, which made them the highest-watched TV program until World of Sport came along. Oh, yes, that's right. So TNA aren't even on telly over here. But don't yeah. worry, you know how you, do you want to know how you can watch TNA on telly over here, Daryl? Yes, please. Well, if you want to watch TNA live yep. on, the, uh, on the TNA network, uh, what do you think you have to do? Download the app. And, yeah, yeah, and just yeah. watch it for free, yeah? That's how you watched it before. It was I mean, you would watch it for because you wouldn't pay for it, would you? I definitely wouldn't pay for TNA. No. <laughs> well, you could watch it on YouTube. Sure. Oh, no, no, no. They've got their own app and you've got to pay a fiver a month. Yeah, it's like... It's Literally half, the, half the cost of the WWE Network for a tenth of the company. And it doesn't even like have... And that's being of, generous. Has, even if it included their entire... <laughs> Uh, back catalogue it would still be less than a tenth of a company yeah, it features like some best of moments but it doesn't feature a lot of their back catalogue so it doesn't either. feature every pay-per-view no uh, I mean I wouldn't expect it, to have all the weekly impacts. ones on like to start with but you'd think it'd have all the monthly pay-per-views on nope yeah it's just impact for five a month right but nobody watched it when it was free to watch <laughs> I think they got nearly as nearly as many viewers here as they did in America. I think pe- more people watch like the Bullseye Network, you know, because that was on yeah. as a lead in to yeah. TNA. They watch Bullseye and then they and like, leave it on. And like bloody catchphrase repeats with Roy Walker. They <laughs> obviously turn the telly back on for. Uh... Say what you see. It's bullshit. Is what it is, Roy. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's Dixie Carter being a cunt. Is what it is. They obviously turned the telly back on for Wrestle Talk TV though, didn't they? <laughs> oh no! Wait, where did that go, Alex Shane or British Wrestling Roundup? <laughs> Great show. That had the uh, world's second most interesting personality in British wrestling, Dave Bradshaw, on it. Is that oh, he commentates God. for What Culture Pro Wrestling? By the way, of course he does. Him and Alex Shane. Wow, what a commentary team! I think is that your second strike. What do you mean? You remember the rules about that particular brand? Yeah, I think that's your second strike, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I used it wisely because it was slagging off Dave Bradshaw. Yeah, fair enough. I'll give you that. Um. Slag off some more people. CM Punk, <laughs> he, he, did, he did good at wrestling. CM, CM Punk he had his long-awaited UFC debut. Oh, he's, he's been building up for two years. How long did he last? Uh, two long, minutes. Admittedly, longer than Ronda Rousey lasted in her, like, probably oh, final fine. match. Yeah. But uh, how many? I think you and I, and actually our combined strike total for UFC is exactly the same as CM Punk's, and he was paid by them. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's not lose perspective of that. I'm pretty sure he got, he got paid 500 grand, grand for that. That w- it was a question one in the yeah. Christmas quiz, but I can't remember what the answer was. I think it was 500, 500 grand. grand. Yeah, it was 500 grand. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's you know he's made money off it, and he'll probably have... Like, at the time, it was like, oh, he's not going to fight again, and then Dana saw the dollar signs, and now he's like, oh, it's, well, he might fight again. It's starting to look like he will fight, have another fight I mean, the, the UFC was just bought, well, this year for $4 billion. Yeah, so, so they've got a bit of cash, haven't they? Yeah, we don't well, know. But I mean, that's the problem. They don't have any yeah, cash because they've got huge interest payments on the money. Oh, that's so, so, they, that, so they need money fights. So if CM Punk's going to generate money, then he's going to have another fight. Brilliant. They're <laughs> buggered then, aren't they? Because like Ronda's not coming back. Exactly. And this is one of the things. Massive yeah. buy rates, and Connor's off. Yeah. Well, is he? Well, he is a bit though. Like he'll be back before the end of the year. He's doing personal appearances at Media City for two hundred pounds. I saw that. Yeah. It's it's very expensive, isn't it? Yeah. But people are gonna pay. I think it's sold out already. Yeah. yeah people it's are like gonna 200 pay. Two hundred quid. Yeah. To meet Conor McGregor. McGregor. Yeah. I met him for free before he had the event once. It was great. Yeah, but that would be before he was famous, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think it was interesting. I met AJ Styles in, in Donny at 1PW. I don't know anybody. Uh, <laughs> I got to sign my wreck like a belt. I sold yeah. it. It's yeah. alright. I'm, 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 I'm normal now. Well. Yeah, you just don't take belts to shows anymore, do you? No. Well, I don't have one, so that's why. Yeah, but still. You do you remember do you it. take that belt to Pizza Hut? I do. Right, and that, that, that waitress, if you listen to this, <laughs> you had your opportunity to spin that belt, and you turned me down, love. A legit thing that happened. This it really happened. And the best best part about it, what show were we going to that night, Daryl? It were a TNA show. <laughs> of course it were. Excellent. Uh, There's footage on YouTube of me rapping to John Cena's music in the back of your car. That is um, actually true. On the way yeah. home from that show. There is footage of that. I watched that occasionally, you know, during the video <laughs> strokes. Uh, anyway, uh, please stop looking at me like that. Right, let's move on. Um, so we talked about Wrestle Kingdom last week. Uh, I think the big story from Japan this year, like, well, 2016, was probably the breaking down of the Noah and New Japan rest, uh, relationship. Yeah. That, was a li- that had a shades of TNA in it. Yeah, really. it, it was really strange. So New Japan's been helping fund Noah for a little while. Noah's been really struggling. They're, they're struggling to get like more than triple figures into venues now, which is a, a far cry from what they were like five, even ten years ago. Remember um, they got like several thousand people into the Coventry Sky Dome. Yeah, and then they also did. And then uh, Misawa died. That's yeah. what caused that's their business to drop. Happened, yeah. Yeah. If the like figurehead of a company dies, it happened to Zero One with Hashimoto. It's just it death for the company almost. So New Japan's been helping them out. They also sent a lot of talent over to help them like with their roster. And then Noah, uh, Noah's been co-run by a one of the businessmen and um, Marafuji. And without New Japan's knowledge, despite the fact they've been funding them for years and they gave them their booker and a bunch of their top talent, uh, went and sold the company to another uh, another p- uh, group who also then put a new chairman in who's the guy who almost tanked all Japan for wrestling. Uh, New Japan decided, no, we don't want anything to do with this and ended up pulling all their talent, which has led to the uh, debut in the beginning of this year of Suzuki Gun, uh, Jado's back full-time, Toriano's back, and a bunch of other guys. But it's a kind of shame because... Uh, the G1 last year showed the best parts of their relationship where you got the cool stuff between uh, Nakajima and Shibata. Shibata went over with Okada to do a show for Noah. Uh, you got um, Okada and Marafuji's great two matches. So it's kind of a shame that the relationship broke down because Noah does have some great talent that can cross over with them. Uh, but I'm sure New Japan will continue to thrive while Noah really, really in the deep water right now. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like... Basically, New Japan, or the irony is that as New Japan get bigger, uh, all the other companies in Japan just seem to shrink a drink. Like well, uh, Noah ran a show just a few days ago and they only drew some like 800 people to a venue that holds like three or 4,000. And it, it, like, the crowd is so sparse and it, it's really depressing. It is pretty sad. They still have a little green ring. Yeah. Oh, still, they, the right. the colour scheme is strong. Yeah. yeah. What colour yeah. robes do they have? I remember now. Uh, Wrestling robe fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what he wants to get the next topic? Yeah, I think he does, right? Talking of coloured ropes. So, you know, they had that whole Cruiserweight Classic thing. Uh, That was mildly enjoyable, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, we've not really talked about it. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Cruiserweight Classic. Don't worry, I'll do the host bit, mate. Don't worry about it. (laughs) So, uh, that culminated in this particular, because it started, I think, by the time that we talked about last time, but basically the finals. We're in uh, just just after summer, September. September. So that was a pretty good show. That yeah. was the one with like 
uh, Abushi, Zack Sabre Jr., TJ Perkins, and Grand Metalik. Now, you looked at those four, you went, which two are definitely going to be the final? Well, probably Zack Sabre Jr., Abushi, but no, they're both mental. <laughs> Zack Sabre, oh, I want to, I don't want to go to WWE yet, even though I'm skinny as fuck and I shouldn't get a deal with them. No, we, like no he actually had said, I've got, other, I've got other things I want to achieve. But he's not going to, is he? Like, fair enough to him if he was like, I've got other things I want to do. Okay, right. I think I might be wrong and I apologise to him if so. The other things he wanted to do was work for New Japan. Is he working for New Japan yet? No. No, he's not. No, because they've, they've restricted the amount of foreign talent they're bringing over. They've restricted Racist. the amount of gaijin they're bringing in. And frankly, they've got a better alternative to him in Will Ospreay, who is more entertaining to Japanese audience, more over the Japanese audience. Probably costs less and is younger, even though he's like got like broken down body. So why they would ever bring him in, I don't think they would. So if he's got other things to achieve outside wrestling, then okay, fair enough. But probably wants to get his driver's license, doesn't he? Yeah, he's finished his paper round. Is he wanting to get rid of the acne? Because like that's something you could do with. Maybe get a haircut. And he did get a haircut, didn't he? He Used to have the mop head. Yeah, I've embarrassed myself. Buy some knee pads. Thing is, he didn't really get over that well to begin with. He got over because of who he is, because of his name. But like, I think his I, first match was a bit average, wasn't it? I think I've said this on the show before as well about how Zack Sabre Jr. got himself in better shape after the tournament because he didn't really show up in like great shape. He was just kind of like, yeah, I'm Zack Sabre Jr. I'm kind of skinny and I do all my technical stuff. Whereas now he's actually in quite good shape and maybe he's hoping to have another amazing match with Chris Hero. Oh, well done, <laughs> mate. That went well. And then Kota Ibushi... Um, well, he's just mental, isn't he? Yeah, like, he's Kota, actually mental. Kota Ibushi is wrestling under a mascot head in New Japan as Tiger Mask W. But I saw, like, with Zack Sabre Jr., I don't know, like, I, look, I view this as, this was your one chance. And some part of him must have wanted to do it, because why would he talk about wanting to do it at all in the first mm. place? And I just don't think that's going to happen for him now at all. Whereas, I don't think Kota Ibushi was even asked to begin with, Nice. Plus, he's mental. It's like, literally, when you see the thing about, like, WWE used to be cartoon characters come to life. That was, like, the early 90s. It's big cartoonish characters come to life. And Kota Ibushi genuinely bought into that. Because now he is a cartoon character come to life. And he wrestles in DDT with a guy who's obsessed with him. As an aside, and I don't know if I mentioned this last last week, but, yeah, fuck it, I'll just keep mentioning it. Uh, can you imagine if WWE had a match with, like, Scooby-Doo? Uh, people would go <laughs> absolutely mental. They're like, oh, you disrespect, whatever. New Japan can just chuck a cartoon character in there, put him... Oh, I did talk about this last you week. You did, yeah. yeah it's, still in, it's still the point. It's still there. By the way, this week they released the Jetsons trailer, so, you know, that... Is that another one to add to my DVD collection? Yeah, I've got the Flintstones one, I've got the Scooby-Doo one. Have you got both the Scooby-Doo ones? There's two. Yeah, mate. No. Oh, I know what I'm buying later. Oh, I've got a go. £25 Amazon voucher for Christmas from don't, my auntie. Don't, I've got you. Cheers, Ange. Don't, I've got you for Christmas. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Fucking men. Yeah, because he didn't get it as a present, did he? We didn't bring this up, did we? On I, I, I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to give you the, Christmas, the birthday present I bought you like two years ago. So. <laughs> 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 nah, I'll get you something else. Um, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is how we remain friends, by generally taking a poor attitude with each other. Well, yeah. at least with the Cruiserweight Classic and the problem they had going into the final, which was, it was clear what they wanted the final to be, but then couldn't get even them to sign. So the other two guys ended up signing contracts and being in the final. And the first Cruiserweight champion was TJ Perkins. Uh, with the UK tournament, they've got everyone signed before that. So they can get everything planned out in advance. They learned that lesson, around. didn't they? Yeah. 
Zack Sabre Jr. and Kota Bush are teaching him a hard lesson. Grand Metalik hasn't even made his debut on um, Cruiserweights yet, has he? He's going to be the new Emma. Mm, bloody Maybe they're teaching him how to work. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, are. Yeah. What, what was that? It's just one of those things. <laughs> yeah, because like, they signed a Takira Tozawa and he's like, they just... They brought him out. He got to stand the ramp for a bit yeah. on that 205 Live program. Oh, uh, yeah, but that were a p- parade of twats, weren't it? That <laughs> it, it, it were, that was the twat parade. <laughs> Line them all up on stage. Oh, look who these are. Why? Why do that? Look, uh, look how good all these are. Now here's Tony Knees. <laughs> well, Drew <laughs> Gulick. <laughs> We've skipped like a slight bit of after the Cruiserweight Classic. Mustafa Rally. <laughs> they said the Cruiserweight's going to be exclusive to Raw and it's the only place you can see him. And, of course, Raw's got an extra hour, so they need talent to fill it up. How many Cruiserweight matches were on Raw during the time before they eventually kind of said, oh, but we'll give them their own show too, because, you know... Yeah, because they've got to fucking redo the ropes, haven't they, every time they have a match? (laughs) They'll do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Gallagher's got over pretty well. That's the irony. Yeah. That was the other thing I was going to say about Jack Sabre Jr. The irony of it is that now they've got someone better than him with more character who does basically the same sort of... Matt style, but he's far more entertaining and they'll never need him again. So well done, Zach, mate. Yeah, you go back to Triple X Wrestling, pal. (laughs) (laughs) For the the record, I don't mind Triple X Wrestling. They're all right. It's him that's got an issue with (laughs) Sort your shit out, mate. Have some chicken, right? Just have a steak. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding hell. (laughs) Anyway, uh... We talked a little about Japan. I think we should talk a little bit about the uh, Japanese invasion in NXT. The we talked to did we talk about the Joe versus the Nagamura feud? We talked about that a little what? bit. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're odd. Joe and Nakamura. He won the yeah, a bit title. Shit, weren't it? He won the title at the SummerSlam weekend, didn't he? Yeah, in Brooklyn. Yes. And then straight after that, they had him not be on TV for like nearly three months. Yeah, because he got like. Storyline injured. Yes. Yeah, so Samoa Joe no beat the really fuck knows. out of him and then they just kept him off TV for you know, the entire duration and he returned like two weeks before the pay per view to face him at TakeOver Toronto where what? Joe beat him. Yeah, he lost the title. Nakamura's yeah. first loss was to Samoa Joe. That's good. I like Samoa Joe. And then he just won it back in Japan because oh, yeah. Japan in it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It was five stars. Yeah. Well, it wasn't in Tokyo Dome. Nah, oh. Tokyo Dome. Four and three quarters. <laughs> five and three quarters. <laughs> Six stars. Hold on, Dave. Uh, I get like parallel to that is Asuka's title reign, which is probably just never going to end. Like, yeah, she, yeah, she's just got it? zero challenges because Ember Moon's not ready for her yet. Well, she's uh, not even on the next show. No, because yeah. Ember Moon will be at WrestleMania weekend, won't it? That that's what yeah. they're building to. They had a great idea of bringing in Mickey James to go against her, and that match was actually really good. Well, no, the original idea was Trish, weren't it? But then she yeah. got preggers. Yeah. No, 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 no. The original idea was Mickey James. Was it? Okay. I mean, ignore the fact it was in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then Mickey James ended up doing really well and she's now signed a contract with WBA and got a job out of it. So what's she her. doing? Is she tra- training or is she actually wrestling? Uh, she's going to be actually wrestling. I- I'm I'm guessing that she's going to end up being La Luchadora. Like, yeah, like on SmackDown last week, they had like the uh, whole someone's in a mask gimmick and then... What, what it turned out to be Alexa Bliss, but it wasn't Alexa Bliss. It was somebody else in a mask, and then it. Oh, okay. It, eventually, it yeah. Eventually, Mickey James will show up and do it because she's not doing the gimmick right now. No, I know she's not yeah. right now because they, they named whoever it was somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, Diana Perazzo is it? I don't remember. I just remember reading somewhere. I didn't recognize the name. Yeah, but yeah, Asuka's run out of challenges, but she's they're really weird with it. Where she's clearly a big baby face, but at the same time she's booked as a bad guy, 
and it leads yeah, but everybody is is that yeah, weird yeah, crowd in it? NXT in it. It's the old TNA crowd in it. Yeah, it is a bit. I mean, I feel like they found a way to control them a little bit. Yeah, but not that well. Yeah. I get the feeling as well with Asuka that when she eventually does lose, it might actually kill her off because what, she's going to die. Well, I think it'll kill her character off just because, like, what do you do with her after that? Because they're not main roster the main rematch. I don't think they're going to bring her up to main roster. No, I don't like, think they ever will. I've she, said this to you before. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they should do. She's brilliant, but I don't think they will. Speaking of the women, um, we're going to move on to the SmackDown Women's Division, which is the one that's actually booked properly. Uh, <laughs> where, where there's multiple feuds and... Uh, can you imagine? You know if you put, like... You know when we did the draft and you looked at the list, you'd be like, bloody hell, SmackDown got a kick in the pants there, didn't it? You yep. Know, like, got one standout star in Becky Lynch. Then they've got Alexa Bliss, who'd never even wrestled on the main roster before. Uh, Nikki Bella, who was, like, broken neck or whatever. Eva Marie. Cut. Yeah, Eva Marie, <laughs> Carmella, Carmella, <laughs> Carmella, Natty Neidhart, who no one had given a fuck about for ages. Last time I gave a fuck about her was when she had that farting gimmick. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, from these, like, misfit island of misfit toys, they managed to create a decent division with actual logical feuds, and more than one feud at a time that actually makes mm. sense. Meanwhile, on Raw, with a talent roster that began with Sasha Banks, Charlotte, um, Nia Jax, uh, okay, Alicia Fox, uh, and all the mates. <laughs> Alicia then... Fox chucked a box at Nia Jax's face. <laughs> <laughs> <That was weird>. <laughs> Alicia <laughs> Fox, Foxy baby, um, and then eventually added Bailey to it as well. And yet that division's just. A what bit... I quite like about that is that. Mick Foley made a point during the draft of going, oh, you've not picked any women yet. Oh, are women are my friends. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, they've done the worst job with the women, yeah, I well, think. Well, the general rule of the women on Raw is Sasha wins on TV, Charlotte wins on pay-per-view. Yeah. Which has led to a bunch of great women's titles. Matches. I think I really like Charlotte, though. I think, yeah. I think that as bad as the division's been booked, I think that she's... I don't know. I, I, she, she's believable, I think. Yeah. I think the best moment you saw of Charlotte was how she dealt with the crowd in Scotland when they were chanting for Bailey and she kind of played off it perfectly as the bad guy who wasn't trying to get cheered at all. Yeah. Where she was like saying, are you going to be quiet? Instead of like, oh, I'm sick of you. And like just adding little quips whenever she could. And it came off to me like, you know, she's genuinely fitting into that character and she's very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's all right, isn't she? So they headlined, they became the first women to ever properly headline a WWE pay-per-view. Not that you would know it because they were very insistent on telling you that it's a triple main event. <laughs> triple. Roman's still in the main event, everyone. Just because it's on the first match doesn't mean it's not. So that was Hell in a Cell. First ever yeah. women's Hell in a Cell match. Uh, we talked about this at the time. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. It was the right match to go on, but the way they did it was bad and the match wasn't very good. It was that the match was good. It was the match was good, but the spots the they match tried wasn't to do good. No, like the bits in between the big spots were good, mm. and then whenever they do a big spot, they take away all the momentum by fucking it up. Which means the match wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, in general, the match wasn't good. I was trying to say the stuff in between the big spots was well done, and then the actual spots were shit. Yeah, and it was kind. Of, it was a bit of a letdown, especially considering you know those two are capable of. It, it let me down more because I felt like before that they should have promoted it. They didn't promote it. They just went with it on the day. Yeah. The finish was daft, but I understand why they did it. I'm still not completely against that. Uh, but the match just... No, I'm sorry. The match just wasn't good enough. It's because they, they both feel like they have to do something you know big each time they have a pay-per-view match to try and top the last stuff. 
But nine times out of ten, the big move they plan doesn't work. Tag teams! Unrelated to anything, <laughs> but, you know, we've got to move on. Uh, NXT had probably the best tag, tag team match of the year. Oh, uh, the Revival. DIY and, and the Revival, two out of three falls. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, that was an excellent, excellent match. I think, just off the top of my head, that was probably my favourite match this year. Off, like top, off, off the top of my head, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Maybe if like, I'd sat down and watched big matches again, I might, might change my mind, but just plucking one out of air, I really yeah, liked that match. I enjoyed it. I, I might be with you on that. Actually, no, I can think of one I enjoyed more. Yeah? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe there is one then that I'm just not thinking <laughs> of. But. On Raw, the New Day broke the tag team title record that was held by the people that are suing them <laughs> and then lost it like a couple of weeks later, was it? Well, it was like, I think it was the next pay-per-view, wasn't days, it? Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, I think the as next As soon as they broke it, then, yeah, the next yeah. time they defended it, they lost it. It was one of those things where as soon as they mentioned the feud, you know, well, they've got to break it now, they've mentioned it. And look, the only person who hasn't done that is Santino when he did the honkometer. He's the only yeah. person to ever mention a streak who, and then not beat it. Yeah, they really should have done that as well. I remember they just <laughs> threw that away for like a throwaway, like William Regal victory in yeah. Manchester or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was weird, wasn't it? It was weird and bad. Yeah. They shouldn't have given up the long-term booking. Like, don't start it if you yeah. do that. Uh, but, um, so at least they've followed through on that. And it led to uh, Cesaro and Sheamus winning the tag titles. Yeah, talking of follow through, that, Cesaro that was, and Sheamus. Won. That was, I like Cesaro yeah. and Sheamus. Fuck off. I, I remember at the time when they said they were going to be a team. I think we all shit on it. We no, thought, I didn't. I thought it was going to be good. So you can both listen back. I, I think me and Daryl shit on it yeah, because yeah. we both thought this is going to be a bit shit. I like the idea. Really well. well, I like the, the idea of both of them. Yeah. Um, but I just don't find either of them that entertaining. But I think that's why they're entertaining together because yeah. Cesaro's only mildly entertaining. He thinks he's twice as charismatic as he is, right? Right. Hence why they have to give him the ripping off the suit and the James Bond thing and all that. Yeah, but Which is all fine. No, he's not fine. Well, it is. Because right. is he James Bond or is he a superhero? Um, so, he? I'm still talking, okay. so that's important. I'm talking over um, you. Well, it's a good oh, podcast. Oh, you're odd. Um, so, yeah, it's throwing me off now. Good. So he's mildly entertaining and people like him more than they should, really. Uh, Seamus is actually way more entertaining than people give him credit for, but he's a bit boring in the ring. So like if you imagine Cesaro's quite good in the ring, Sheamus is quite a good character. He's a he's quite good at being a dickhead. So he's exactly right for this thing where people like one of them, people don't like him. So he's but he's just a knobhead, and it sort of works because they're supposed to be the odd couple tag team. Yeah, and the match when they won the titles was also really good. Yeah, it was, was the like best a, match on Roadblock. It was a one match show. Yeah, <laughs> ironically. Anyone wondering like, oh, where's your Roadblock review from? Think that's it. That match was really good. Everything else was beer. Yeah, Roadblock were a bit dogger. Yeah. Now, for as well as SmackDown have done with the women's division, they've done probably quite poorly with the tag division since they set it up. Now, they followed through with the Heath Slater and Rhino thing. That was quite good. Yeah. With. And then, actually, I even quite liked the Wyatts winning the tag titles off of them because of the way they did it. Yeah, so Randy Orton's in the Wyatts, which, yeah, uh, which happened really this year. We have talked about that, have we? No, because I think... Well, the reason I have it is because I think that or at the time, anyway, I thought it was just gonna be like a one-week thing where he then turns on him, and then he's just he's just stayed with him, and it's it's not it's not been a short-term thing. Mm. I'm actually all right with that. Oh, so am I. But yeah. I think at the time when it happened, I was like, oh, he's clearly going to turn on him next week, and he didn't. And then they won the belt, so I was like, okay, well, this is. Happening. I know they're sort of teasing the dissension now. I think it'll happen the other way around to what people think. I think Braille like pagger him, yeah. and say. You know what kind of dickhead do you think I am? You're not part of my family, you little fucker, and yeah. step on your little snake tongue, you little twat. Yeah, it, it then, won't say those exact words. Uh, they have a match at WrestleMania, or is 
Probably, yeah. It seems to make sense. Um, so American Alpha, like, they they did that weird WWE thing with them, didn't they, where they sort of... Treat like shit for months. Yeah, but like when spots. these two are really good, so we'll just sort of generally grind them down and then, look, they're the champions <laughs> now. You all love them. I do like them. Yeah, they're good. I hope, they, I hope they keep the titles for a little while. <laughs> Probably know my lot by the time I said this, they've lost them. So that went well. Speaking of SmackDown, Daniel Bryan, the GM, is he the GM or is he the commissioner? I can't remember. He's the general which. manager. Right. Uh, he's had that sort of feud with the Miz going on. Yeah, which is going to lead to nowhere. That's why I hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it because it brings out amazing promos in the Miz. Yeah, it brings he, out great reactions. He's had some really amazing moments, especially like I think it's what's helped make Talking Smack quite kind of must-watch show for me. Like, I, I watch Talking Smack every week just because there's gold like this where it's guys getting to do promos and kind of speak from the heart on something. The Miz cut a career best promo on Talking yeah. Smack. Yeah, and actually for the Miz, that's not that's not any small compliment because he's caught some amazing promos before that that people just don't tend to give sort of credit for. You know yeah. what he's doing up, Mike. Remember when he first won the uh, WWE title? And he was like, you all thought I was a reality show dickhead, and now I'm the champion, and I deserve to be the champion, you can all sod off, little knobheads. I, I don't remember I don't remember that, but... Do you, do you remember him saying those exact words? He said the thing is, like, he was talking about, oh, all you people thought that I was going to be the first guy to not cash in my money in the bank and, and win the title. Well, guess what? And held up the belt. Yeah. I really like The Miz. I wish they would put him... Higher up the card, especially on SmackDown. Like, yeah, well, there SmackDown was a, had Dolph Ziggler as a challenger at <laughs> SummerSlam. There was a time with Miz that I didn't find him entertaining. So, like, I found like, obviously when when he was with Morrison, Hoorah! yeah, when he was with Morrison back in the day in ECW when it were good. Yeah, um, I liked him then. Yeah, I liked him probably up, up to him winning belt and that whole time. Then after he won the belt until recently, I found him to be really shit. Was I think because he had that face turn though. It, yeah, but it was everything. Like even the, stu- yeah, but even the stuff with Miz Dow, I didn't like it, stuff like that. Oh no, I see. That's the thing. When you look back at these things, I always go, "Yeah, he carries these things well." You know what I mean? Like people were desperate for Miz Dow to turn on him, and then they just chucked it away in the battle royal before the show. Yeah, like they carried these stuff on. The Miz is exa- is the perfect guy for something like that, and that's why I don't think he gets the respect. I mean, I think he gets more respect now than actually maybe he was at the time. And his wife's banging, just yeah, saying. Yeah, so, you know, he's, he's got us all beat, hasn't he? Yeah. Said that one that one well. Um, <laughs> shouldn't listen, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Clip. Cracking. <laughs> so, right, there's a few things I can go on to now. Like, I don't know whether to go for what I really like first and then end on what I really don't want to talk about. Yeah, do that. To... No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Because uh, I'm in charge, this is how it works. Right. Talk about your hardy bollocks, right? Here we go. <laughs> you said you were going to watch this. Now, here's the thing. I haven't had time, right? <laughs> and I genuinely did want to watch Total Non-Stop Deletion. Dan, you've had the audacity to write down Delete or Decay here. Now, I saw that. That was in September. That was dog shit, right? The Great right, War. Let's, let's what just... was the Great War? The Great War was the uh, Bound for Glory match. Right. Fine. Can we just on. talk about um, the fine, fine, no, the Total Non-Stop Deletion. Can we just talk about that one? Because we've not, we've spoke about all the others before. Yeah, um, well... Oh. If it seems it's year in view, just quickly go through that. Um, quickly being the yeah. operative word. Yeah. So the second half of the year, the Hardys were teamed up now and were challenging the, the Decay. Deleting Decay happened in September, which was their second big 
like compound match which had lots of ridiculous stuff on it. Uh, then they had the equally great as war. bad as the Wyatt compound that one, by the way. Right. I know, the, when we I know you liked together, it. Yeah, just, I, just I enjoyed it. The second yeah, viewing, uh, Great War. See, happened I can, for glory. Sorry, I realise I have interrupted you there. I can even understand why you are why you enjoyed the final deletion. I don't understand why you enjoyed delete or decay. <laughs> I just I'll never get it. Never, I quite enjoy decay as a as a thing <sighs> as well though. So crazy it's got abyss, cra- right? crazy abyss. Steve. Cra- no crazy Steve. Surely that annoys There's you a bloke called Crazy Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what right. are you throwing at me? I'm not crazy, Steve. <laughs> you so mentioned the, it. The Great War happened at Bound for Glory, which was a mix of in the ring stuff, and uh, they filmed a lot of stuff backstage as well. And then it led to finally total nonstop deletion. The Hardys got their own episode of Impact in December. Ironically, the last episode of TNA Impact. The last episode shown in the UK. No, they didn't even show it. No, it was it was it on the UK. Well, I came to your house, so I don't I don't know. I I, I got it off a site, yeah. Right. No, they didn't okay. even show it on challenge. Did, Did you not know that? No, I thought their, no, their deal ended before total nonstop deletion. Oh fucking that's hell. TNA for you. <laughs> so yeah. Even um, I was willing to watch that. I didn't get that. And that's why I didn't, actually, because it didn't it wasn't a challenge. Yeah. The episode was pretty strange, wasn't it? Yeah, so I thought it was gonna be a two hour little film kind mm. of thing. But it were a wrestling show, but he just happened to be at Maori's house. Yeah. So they're in a bar. Garage, yeah. yeah, they're in a bar or the garage, whatever. And um Spud has a match with King Maxwell, <laughs> which I think is worth talking about. So if there was if there was a match that was six six stars, Dave Meltzer, <laughs> it was definitely this one. Spud's pretty much promo. I'll I'll give you kid, I'll put your kid over, I'll give him a shine. <laughs> Get him in the business right. Yeah. So um Good old spud. King Maxwell won his first match. Um, who's the dickheads we Hurricane Elms? What are they called? Uh, Trevor Lee and Andrew Everett. They're shit. <laughs> this they, is, they were on this. Right, this is another case of uh, X, uh, TNA fucking up their X Division guys because I've watched quite a lot of Trevor Lee. He's fucking brilliant. It's just in TNA, he doesn't do much. Okay. And then Andrew Everett, the same thing. Like He's quite. He's not as good as Trevor Lee. He's quite good. But they just fuck up their X Division guys. But on this show, they weren't particularly great. You just specify who TNA Fox up. I'll tell you TNA Fox up. Have you got a copy of the whole TNA roster? Have you got a clip of the scene where Gary Oldman shouts everyone? Yeah, there you go. That'll <laughs> do. Bong that in. Why not? Um, so the uh, spot of this match, uh, Hurricane gets lobbed into Lake and Reincarnation, but he doesn't actually. <laughs> he doesn't actually get lobbed in. You don't see him go in it. He he gets kicked over the dilapidated boat. Um, and then just some splashes of water come from the camera because he clearly went I'm not fucking getting in that lake <laughs> um, good for him yeah but he doesn't come out as the hurricane <laughs> no I did no I did hear about this this is mildly amusing he comes out as a uh, he's dancing as three count but, uh, Shane Helms yeah but uh, the other two obviously aren't uh, Tank Abbott and the other dickhead Evan, Evan Courageous Shannon yeah. Moore Tank Abbott were in it weren't he he was their like bodyguard and biggest fan here's one for you Shannon Moore, why weren't he there? Because Shannon Moore, he, he's bloody in wheel hard, isn't he? You'd think he'd have had a little spot. Yeah, he's probably, probably too busy. You know, you ain't giving up the smack yet. So, oh, like. yeah. <laughs> what? And the, Matt and Jeff have. Have you not seen this show? <laughs> See, yeah, like they're the, trying to get no sober person could, could make this. <laughs> they're show. trying to get he- clean ahead of the return to WWE in February. The other weird parts about the show was there was a world title match that never ended. Yeah. Oh, right. That. Okay. So <laughs> there was a gimmick door. So what? Oh, right, yeah. Right. No, no, it's a gimmick to wall. I mean, so <laughs> in the barn, um, I think Lashley speared. Who was Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards. So Lashley speared Eddie Edwards through the wall. But what had happened is 
obviously they're not, they're not cut a hole out of the barn to gimmick it. They just opened a door which was propped open by like a fire extinguisher. So as you get speared through it, and it's it's just where the the doors just open. It was like Granby levels of fucking gimmickry. That sounds brilliant. really good. Uh, also, like the people who showed up in Apocalyptico, um, the DCC were in it, the K were in it. The Rock and Roll Express were there. Yeah, see, that's another reason why I didn't watch it, because that sounded really disappointing. Because uh, they were all saying these things, all these teams are going to show up. Rock and Roll Express shows up, that's good. The K the actually about... killed people. <sighs> like, they actually, like, give it kill people. He's, he's pushed his microphone away. <laughs> they snapped someone's neck. <laughs> Thing is, Graham, if you don't talk for the rest of this show, like, we can talk about whatever we want. Right, but I, yeah, no, I'm right. in charge. Right, don't right, forget. Yeah, right. You'll throw your notes down, but they're too far away. Yeah, it's all right. I know um, what I'm going to talk about next. I genuinely think it's the, two, the two best things of the year are coming up next. Okay. That's the, what I've said. The show was genuinely just, like, a whole setup so they could announce that she was pregnant again. Maxwell's got a, a brother come in, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was the that was the big punchline of the show after a volcano exploded in their compound. <laughs> but that's um, that's what that's the um thing in it. You know, people make these uh, wacky videos of announcing <laughs> they're having a kid. That's what um, that's what this was. They had a two-hour one on a marginally successful network in America. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was crazy. It was Hornswoggle were there. Yeah, Hornswoggle, and he teamed with uh, Spud. Because Spud was like fucking abyss off saying that my partner's bigger than yours and then Hornswoggle showed up. Really funny that. <laughs> TNA really good and clever and funny. <laughs> Speaking of TNA fuck-ups, uh, you remember that time that they uh, tried to sign AJ Styles back and then he went to WWE and just killed it for the rest of the year and became the <laughs> WWE champion. Yeah. The proper one. Yeah. Not that naff little red shit that Kevin Owens has got around his dick. <laughs> right? AJ Styles is the best ever. And it is. WWE have had to admit it. <laughs> Remember in 2005 when everyone's like, oh, AJ Styles are the best ever and WWE should sign him. Well, they were right, actually. That was me, though. It was me and well, yeah. us all, right? And I hate myself from back then, but it turns out he was right about one thing. <laughs> and we were all right about it. AJ Styles is the best ever. Stop talking about TNA things <laughs> and listen to the best wrestler ever. <laughs> well, talk about him anyway. So yeah, he won the title from Dean Ambrose in October. Thank God for that. Yeah, Dean Ambrose's reign was odd. I'll say this much. Dean Ambrose has sort of redeemed himself a little in the last few weeks in that he's not been as shit as he was for the rest of the year. But also in this period was the uh, Austin podcast, wasn't it? Which Dean Ambrose did while he was champion. And he talked about... Yeah, um, Austin, I heard you got a bum, you got a bum knee, so um, I'm going to promo you. And, um, and then Austin just did like an actual promo and just... <laughs> ripped his dick off well, one of the things he said on the interview was the fact that um he wants to carry himself like a champion and i think the dean ambrose like the champion dean ambrose in his head wasn't as good as he thought it was does and he then, carry himself as the champion of the homeless because he certainly looks like the champion of the homeless <laughs> yeah it looks like he stinks pissed on it <laughs> he really does it was so, like he's, he's not been really young so he's doing all right isn't he oh, she's and, like, bagging as well isn't she a dean ambrose yeah, title reign is something don't you're for. not going to get me back into that trap <laughs> Like a Dean Ambrose title reign is something we really wanted for a while, well. and then it happened just at when the heat had died down on it, and then it was a bit disappointing. And then AJ was definitely the guy to beat him for it. And now AJ's held the title since then. I wish he'd just well. hold it forever. He's held up SmackDown. Let's be honest, yeah. right? Because Cena's yeah. obviously been off. Um, the only person to defeat him properly over that time, was, well, not properly, but James Ellsworth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He made James Ellsworth like a main event level challenger for a few weeks admittedly right he made the jen's ellsworth thing work yeah 
AJ Styles is amazing. It's just a shame he's going to lose it to John Cena at Royal Rumble, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not sure he will. No? I don't. I, I genuinely, I go back and forth on that. I hope I, he doesn't. I'm all right either way. Honestly, I'm all right either yeah. way. I think, yeah, I think he'll be all right after. I'm a little disappointed they're not keeping the, the match for WrestleMania, but at the same time, I think that would telegraph it a bit too much because they love putting the title on scene at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. And I love it as well, because I love him just going straight to the crowd <laughs> yeah, and then nodding to the front. And like, oh, boo! And it's like, you paid several thousand dollars to be here yeah. for me just to rub this in your face. Was and it go, three years in a row? I'm shagging a Bella twin. Fuck off. He's <laughs> 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 shagging the Bella twin with a massive tits as well. The Let's not forget he, that. Yeah. One of, I don't know if she paid for them if he did, but either way, it was an investment that was well spent. <laughs> this po- podcast has been very, very central towards women's looks this week. <laughs> really, just it, it started with me worrying that's the aisle we were going with Amy Schumer, and then we ended up with. So, in a way, this is your fit. fault, Dan. It's all you, in a way. Daryl's absolved a blight. Well, he's not. Actually. No, I think it's me that's mainly going. Oh, she's banging. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't even know what I say banging. I don't say banging in real life. It's a little gimmick, isn't it? Right. I think we've gone through. Well. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last week. Can we week. just talk about how good AJ Styles is again? Yeah. So right. I think he deserves it twice. Yeah, go on then. He's fucking mint, isn't he? He is mint. Like, let's not gloss over it. Yeah, like, he's, amazing. He, he, he's come in, in at 2016 Royal Rumble. We went a bit fucking mental because he, he, he came out. And he, got, he got Fandango'd a little bit. Right. Fandango affected him a little bit, but a teeny yeah, tiny so bit. Getting Fandango'd and the Fandango effect are not right, the same so, yeah. thing. Right. The Fandango effect is Chris Jericho going, oh, I don't want to put someone over who's not better than me. That was back when Chris Jericho was being dickhead Chris Jericho, who's on his podcast, not amazing Chris Jericho, who's over a <laughs> Stop ruining talking shop. Uh, yeah, and then... Um, Stop getting Jericho wrong! Th- this, is a, this is a thing, though. So, talking shop... So, the club, when they were a little faction... Yep. As good as AJ Styles has been, do you think if they'd have been on SmackDown with him, they might have got a little bit more... Well, I'll say a little bit. They're not really that over now, but they'd have got more over because they'd have been associated with AJ Styles. Yes. But also, they'd have helped AJ Styles through... Like, he was entertained with the no. Ellsworth stuff, but, like, can you imagine Luke Gallows, like, kicking piss out of James Ellsworth? I actually think they'd maybe hold AJ back a little bit. I agree, bit. they'd have hindered him. They, they'd, have, they'd have over-relied on the club involvement in his matches, whereas AJ by himself has to do more. And that's when he really showed how great he was. Like the stuff we've seen without the club involvement later on. I think if you imagine, he's not having to give any time up to those two. Yeah. So he's just been entertaining on his own. And yeah. that's the big improvement for AJ Styles yeah. for me. This <laughs> He like, broke the stigma about his promos. You know how people who were like, oh, he's gone to Japan and they talk about Japan and, you know, it's re- the wrestling they care about over there, not the storylines. So like, if you imagine he got even better when he went to Japan and then he came across to WWE and was... Not just the best wrestler, he's the best, like one of the best characters on the show. Yeah. Could you buy everything? I remember being so pissed off when they turned him heel. And I was like, oh God, why have they done that? <laughs> best thing they ever did. He's an amazing heel. He's mint. I'm going to suck his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sucking his balls, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to segue this. Right. We've talked about the second best thing of the whole year. This is the best thing of the whole year. So, you know WWE 2K17? The video game? Yes, the video game. Yeah, I played it before I came here. Yeah. yeah, so like that's got a bunch of different characters on it, right? And every yeah. year they have like sort of pre-order. Do you remember who the pre-order was this year? Uh, yeah, uh, Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah. yeah. So they brought, made a big deal about being Goldberg. Um, 
And then they started to make a big deal about, oh, and in this you can have Goldberg against Brock Lesnar. Now, we've seen Goldberg against Brock Lesnar once before. It wasn't very good. WrestleMania 20. It was, yeah. It wasn't very good. No. But nonetheless, Goldberg held a uh, 100% win streak over Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, one like idle Tuesday, they were like, oh, Goldberg's coming back. Yeah, just casual. Casual Tuesday, wasn't was it? Like, what? Now, that was on the Wrestling Observer. It broke on there and then... Then he went on ESPN and everyone thought he was going to say I'm coming back and then he didn't. And then he came back on Raw and delivered like possibly the best promo of the whole year. Yeah. Like is that all the Miz probably? Yeah. Um, best promo on Raw. Well, best- hang on. I've got, um, that might be the best full promo, but I've got some of the best line of 2016. So Stephanie McMahon's in the <laughs> ring and it's Chicago. <laughs> And uh, all the Chicago fans are chanting CM Punk, and she says, "Yeah, keep that up for another two minutes and fourteen seconds, and you'll last lasted longer than Punk did." <laughs> <laughs> oh, give her a due. That one was pretty fucking funny. Anyway, yeah, Goldberg. So he was on ESPN saying, "Oh, I think they need to give him a bit more time to come back have a proper match. Um, I might do it." And then they put him on Raw, and he was like. I'm fucking amazing and I'm going to destroy everyone and immediately became the best face in the whole company by a long way. Next to a fucking superhero. So, leading into the Survivor Series, Goldberg against Lesnar, that's the main event. They had that, you know, 10-hour match before it, but Goldberg against Lesnar, <laughs> that's the real main event. So, what were your guys' expectations? I thought we were going to be garbage. Yeah. I think we all predicted that Lesnar was going over because they weren't going to bring Goldberg back just to Beat Lesnar. Yep. What Me really happened? Um, the second, well, as earlier I said the best match ever, didn't I? But I think the best match this year happened, didn't it? Yeah, the best match <laughs> yeah. of the whole year was 85 seconds long, was it? Was it even as long as that? I think it was 85 seconds. Yeah, it was like 1 minute 15. Something uh, like Goldberg pinned Brock Lesnar. We've got Brock Lesnar who broke the streak. Brock Lesnar who's only been defeated a couple of times in the last few years. Brock Lesnar who hasn't been pinned clean since he won, since he beat the streak. And it's one of those things like you can remember every single thing that happened in this match. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can remember Brock Lesnar picking him up and trying to dump him and Goldberg going, nah, mate, you're a dickhead. <laughs> spearing him, spearing him again, jackhammering him, rubbing his dick in his face and going, I'm fucking amazing. Toronto, bow down to me. Then he got his kid in ring and took his kid's top off. Why yeah. did he do that? <laughs> oh, God, he didn't do that. I forgot about the Stamros Flatley bit. Uh, and now we're headed towards the Royal Rumble and Goldberg, Goldberg's the biggest face in the company. He yeah, is. so he's going to go over at the Rumble, isn't he? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, it's 2017, and I'm sitting here going, well, I do like Brock Lesnar and a lot of other wrestlers, but I really hope Goldberg wins. <laughs> How mad is that? <laughs> nearly that nearly 50-year-old hasn't wrestled in 14 years and comes back and he's just instantly megastar. What a guy. Yeah. It's just, yeah, he, he was probably like the... Him and AJ were the two like best things in WWE this year, I think. I think so. Daryl? Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I totally agree with everything that's just said. I fucking love Goldberg. I'm really happy with a really short match. <laughs> Not because I thought it was going to be a shit match if it were longer, but, you know, it probably would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, uh, it was pretty much perfect. Yeah. And when was the last time there was a perfect main event in WWE? Like, that was. WrestleMania nice. 17? Yeah. <laughs> no, even that had that. <laughs> no, yeah. That's chair shot. No, I don't know. Hey, who cares? It was quality, right? Yeah. Brilliant. Right. We're done with 2016. Next week, we're going to do predictions for 2007. Oh, no, we did that already, didn't we? We've done this in a sort of a backwards. Like, you want, you're pointing at something, Daryl. 
Well, well, on his little format, he says he wants to name everyone's best and worst moments in 2016. We just did, didn't we? Well, we kind of just said something, but you can say what the worst ones are. Formally. I know what my worst well, ones were. That th- they were like one of my favorite matches, but I wasn't going to say that was my best moment. What was your best moment? My best moment was the uh, G1 final few days. Uh, Kenny Omega beating Naito and then Goto. That like yeah, they got genuine like great emotions from me. Like I jumped off my seat when Kenny Omega won. It was really great. Daryl, uh, what was your best moment of 2016? Um. When did we start this podcast? Was this 2016? Yeah, this is, yeah the, the week after WrestleMania. Yeah, that, that's my best moment when we started this podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because I get to, I get I get to see my mates every week. Graham, what was your? Oh, then I come and see you too. Oh, that's good. That yeah. What was your <laughs> favorite? What was your favorite? Uh, it's copy Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. <laughs> and the mad thing about this is, I love Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, but I was so happy to see him get destroyed. What were your worst moments? Uh. Doing this podcast because he gets to see his mates every week. <laughs> Do you know? I, I was going to say the TNA thing, but like they don't even—they're not even a blip on my register anymore. So, uh, I guess I might say the way that the Sasha and Charlotte thing hasn't developed into what I thought it would be. The women's title not being as important as they could have been is my—and I never thought I'd say that because I wasn't even interested in the women particularly before this year. Yeah, but. It was seeing the potential and seeing it unfulfilled, I think. What was yours, Daryl? The disappointment of the Nakamura-Joe feud. It's been pretty poor. Yeah, like... I mean, Joe Lesnar is still my dream match for some point in WWE. But in NXT, like that was like, well, it's obviously Joe Nakamura. That's what everyone wants to see. Everyone needs to see Joe Nakamura. And it's not really lived up to what I thought it would be. And I really like both of them wrestlers. Like Samojo is one of my favourite wrestlers and I really like Nakamura, but it's just not not really lived up to it. But maybe I've just overhyped it in my head. Uh, my worst moment was the retirement of Daniel Bryan. Like, See, I nearly said that earlier yeah. on and I thought, you know why I haven't? Because he's, he's not going to wrestle after he leaves WWE. Yeah. yeah. yeah I wish he thing, wouldn't, but he will. Like in terms of everything, like you still had that hope that he was going to have one more match and that kind of killed it for now. Yeah. It, it was sad to see him have to retire. See what happens with the Miz, though. Yeah. Right. Um, Daryl, your favorite feature? Oh yeah. <laughs> How we started off 2017. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to come up with a jingle for this by next week. Oh, sleazy! There like you that. go. Then done. <laughs> done. Oh, chimpanzee, that sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Um, so th- this this week. Oh, he's only got to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> this week's sleaze list. Um, this, I've I've picked three because they're all they're all interlinked with each other, and they're all about hotel rooms. So um, uh, the first one is <laughs> I can't make it through this. Pass it here. I'll read it. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, you can read oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> Butch Reed has pissed on the carpet and off furniture of every motel he's ever stayed. I'll repeat that in case you hear. Butch Reed has pissed on the floor and bed of every motel that he slept in. Oh no, no carpet and furniture. Carpet Very and different. furniture. Um, it's the cat law, isn't it? If you piss on it, it's yours. <laughs> Do you want me to read the next one? Or yeah, because uh, I'll, I'll have a go. No, because they're, they're all okay. linked. They're all linked. They're okay. all linked. That's why they're all I on think... this week's. Oh, I know what's coming. Uh, Johnny Valentine will take a dump and strategically place it where it's going to be found easily, like the inside of bedposts. 
And then the final... That's a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah. And the final one, which I think it's the one that you probably know about, is Shawn Michaels, supposedly... Oh, Shawn it, Michaels, the, the Royal Rumble's in his um, hometown. Shawn Michaels, who's doing the Jesus film, yeah? Yeah, Shawn Michaels <laughs> doing the resurrection of Gavin Stone. Carry on. I think this was pre-Jesus, Shawn Michaels. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, tell us and we'll I'm f- guessing we'll it's scatological. Well, let, let's just decide whether... <laughs> yeah. So Shawn Michaels supposedly invited three hot girls back to his hotel room. He told them to all get naked and get on their knees to pray, obviously. Obviously, yeah. He, he whips out his... And I'm, I'm quoting this exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He whips out his ding-dong and the girls figure it's going to be a suck fest. But instead, he proceeds to take a piss in each of their mouths. So is this pre-Jesus Shawn Michaels or post-Jesus Shawn Michaels? Was it holy piss? Did he, <laughs> did he bless the dick? <laughs> holy water, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Jesus, take the wheel and the dick. So yeah, so that so this week's theme was um, hotel room uh, piss and shit. Really, right, we're carrying on that theme. No, we're not. Uh, we're oh. carrying on the theme of Shawn Michaels and San Antonio, Texas, and the Royal Rumble. So the Royal Rumble this year is coming from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. It is. So to celebrate that, we're watching Night Night Seven's Royal Rumble next week. Yeah, because uh, they did the same thing back. So then. That's everyone's homework, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. everyone's homework. So that's it for this week's Royal Rumble. Please go and like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/RoyalRumble. Follow us on Twitter at Royal Global Pod. You can find us on iTunes if you haven't already. And whilst you're there, give us a rate and a review. That really does help. Actually, please do that. That would be amazing. Visit us at royalgrumble.weebler.com for articles and everything in one place. Say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Ciao for now. Yeah.